Welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We truly hope you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. All right, you can cue the video, Brian. So things haven't turned out as you hoped. Life took a turn, a bump, a darkened sky, and at times it may have seemed there was no hope. But here's the good news. Our God is the God of fresh starts. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Our God brings new mercies, new compassions, not just once a year, not just when things are bad, but every single morning. This season has been tough. And for many of us, things will never be the same. But we are here, breathing, maybe smiling, or crying, or shouting, or laughing. But we are here, feeling. Maybe fighting, or cheering, or seeking, or grieving, but we are here, living, and we are not alone. Our God is here. Our God is with us. And our God is the God of new creations. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's good. You know, it's interesting. I hear so many different things about, you know, last year. For me personally, it was a great year. Um, I, I, you know, I felt like God just released things in, in us that we had been prepared for our whole lives. We came up a whole nother level. Um, but I also recognize for many, it was a difficult year and a challenging year, and that's okay. Um, I think it's really important that we take some time to reflect on the past year before you move into the new one. And uh, I would encourage you to, whatever it looks like, I'm going to do a little mini example here for us at New Hope of what this could look like corporately. But, um, you know, get with a good friend, you know, with your spouse or whatever and talk about the past year. Go through it month by month. Pull out your calendar. Look at all the things that God did. Um, even when you think it was a tough year, I think you'll be surprised when you go back and look. You'll be amazed at all the good things that happened and what God did in you. Um, and, you know, don't just look at your calendar and see the events that happened. At the end, then evaluate, how did I grow this year? 
Like, what did God do in us? You know, we've done that before where this was a year of uh, empowerment, or this was a year of stepping out into new things. Summarize the year. Look back and say, what, was, what, what made this year? Uh, I think it's a really good and it's a healthy thing. And it's important for us to take time and reflect on what God has done in us before we even move forward. And it's good to do it individually and even corporately. So we're going to do a little bit of that this morning. Uh, and the first half of this, I'm going to do uh, kind of a little bit of a year in review because I think it's really important for us because God did a lot of things here. And you don't want to just move on and then forget about that stuff. It's really good that we hear some of it again. Um, and, uh, and then at the end, I do have a word. We're going to dig into the Bible and look at um, a passage. And I feel like God has uh, you know, given me something for us today to kind of kickstart the year. Um, so does that sound okay? Yeah. All right. 2016, I laugh. Oh, Joey's helping me. Oh, yeah, I'm falling apart. I'm more machine now than man. I saw Rogue One twice last week. I really enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> 2016, uh, big year, right? I mean, when you think of 2016, I think we're all going to think of the election year, right? No matter what side of the aisle you are on, everybody's glad it's over, right? Can we all agree on that? I mean, I've never heard, uh, I think I've heard all ages refer to it as the most unprecedented election of our time, right? Any age, if you're 90, if you're 30, nobody's seen an election quite like this one, where the big loser was the mainstream media, which was wonderful to see. Um, I'll leave it there. Um, this year, though, it's also interesting, you look back, we lost some really uh, interesting people. Gene Wilder, right? Muhammad Ali. You know, Muhammad Ali had a, a tie with our family because my grandfather started the Boxing Hall of Fame or is one of the ones that started it in Canastota. And uh, so, you know, we met him when we were young and uh, just a really, really cool, cool guy. Uh, we lost Prince. We lost David Bowie. We lost John Glenn, George Michaels. Um, the other thing was looking at doing a big search. What were the big stories? And this one, uh, Brangelina. Anyone heard of that one? Brad Pitt and Angelina evidently got divorced. Who cares? Was kind of my thing. Like, I, I really don't care. But evidently that was a big news story. The big gorilla, Harambe or whatever his name, is shooting in Cincinnati, Ohio was a big story, you know. Um, the exploding Galaxy Note 7 phones. Uh, I didn't hear a lot about this until I saw a friend post on Facebook said, I wasn't planning on giving any Christmas presents this year until I heard about the exploding Galaxy Note 7 phones. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So it was uh, so a lot of interesting things this year. Um, we're going to do a quick thing here. If you, you have up on the screens here, 2016. You know, and for those who are listening to our podcast, um, We've realized recently, we've got people from all, all over the country listening to our podcast. Uh, I think we had almost 500 uh, listens in just in the month of November, right, on some of the messages we were looking at. So well, I want to acknowledge you on our podcast, who you guys listening, you guys are like extended family to us. So I hope uh, you guys are blessed and start off this new year just awesome. Um, but we're going to do a quick little review of 2016 at New Hope uh, starting in January. Just fun to look back and see what God did. So January and February, we started off the year with a worship weekend with Micah and Sarah Wally. Feels like that was an eternity ago, but it was such a good time. 
we had a baptism service right in the beginning of the year. I think we had almost 15 or 20 people get water baptized for the first time, which was awesome, from the young right on up to the old. Uh, I shared a message in January on what I felt was prophetic for New Hope was a boat leaving the shore and setting sail. Uh, the God, we were kind of like this nice shiny boat that was sitting half in the water, half on the shore, but we were setting sail this year. And I feel like that happened. Uh, we have Bill Vanderbush in uh, over in February. If you don't know Bill Vanderbush, he does conferences with Bill Johnson and a lot of big speakers. Uh, he was a real blessing to us when he was here. He spoke some things into the leadership here. Uh, just it was a great weekend with him speaking. Um, we had an exciting, someone donated our in-ear in monitor system here, up here in February, which might not be a big deal to you, but it was a big deal to us. It's about seven, $8,000, and you get rid of all of the monitors off the stage, and now we all just wear these little earpieces and can hear each other and dial in, and your sound out there is way better as a result of your, you know, all these monitors blasting out into the sanctuary. So that was really exciting. We also, someone came forward and gave a donation for all the new chairs. So what you're sitting on was not here a year ago, okay? You were sitting on old brown chairs from like 1980. So, um, and I knew they, you know, when I, we came in in April, uh, Joy and I were set in as senior leaders. It was a couple months before I saw a picture of myself in kindergarten, uh, in my kindergarten hat and my gown, and I was sitting in those brown chairs. I thought, these have been here too long. You know, I'm getting old. So we got new chairs, which was awesome. Uh, if we look into the next one, into March, uh, this was exciting, a big year, uh, even for Joy. Joy spoke, was filmed for the Welton Academy uh, in Chicago. Spoke on themes that God had shared with her. That's going to be broadcast all over the world to people. Uh, it was an exciting thing. Talked about some of the messages that have been birthed out of this place that were in her heart about you know, being empowered and what was it, dealing with grief in a healthy way and being real and it's all these great themes. We shared, uh, talked about kingdom-minded. Anyone remember our nice kingdom-minded series that we did about uh, one of our core values is having a heart for the king and in all things, we're, we're kingdom-minded. We're about something bigger than just ourselves here, you know? It's about the kingdom of God coming to earth in, in the form of Jesus. He started this thing. We're called to advance the kingdom of love on earth. So we want to be kingdom-minded. So we had Jonathan Welton, Harold Everly was here, I shared, John Lampanero, all were part of this series where we talked about long-term thinking, being kingdom-minded. Um, and yeah, we did a prophetic class. Grace and John did that. We had a lot of people in this that went through this for the first time. We're starting up another one in a couple weeks, right, Grace? So stay tuned. Uh, like a part two or something. Um, but this was awesome. We had a lot of people go through who had never uh, been part of prophetic ministry or anything, and it was really powerful. Um, and then we also got new carpet. So look at the carpet you're standing on. This was not here. It was like bright blue a year ago, uh, which was great, I think, back in like the early 90s, um, but not for 2016. So we got a new carpet. We raised over $6,000 here. It was like a $15,000 job. God provided all the funds. I mean, I'm just really thankful for that. I think it's awesome. So looking into May, um, this was an interesting month. Some of you know this, some of you don't. We shared it at a meeting we had in June. We actually had an offer come in from a developer in the community that wanted to buy land here. Uh, wanted to cut the property in half, go across the soccer field, and add in all this new housing back here. Uh, 
it was an attractive offer for us. We prayed about it, we all talked about it, and we all got the same answer, and it was no. We do not feel that we're supposed to call up and cut up our property, that God's called us to grow and to make an impact. So that was a big one. We didn't talk a lot about it from the stage, but I'll tell you what, I was praying and thinking about that one a lot, uh, right? And anyone knows us knows we took it very seriously, but uh, in the end, we said no. Um, so that was that. It was, uh, okay, so that, we sent off Carl and Susie and Tim and Jess had been on staff here for years. Um, Carl and Susie have moved to Florida. Uh, Tim and Jess are pastoring uh, as assistant pastors uh, about an hour east of here in Canadagua. That was a big deal for us at New Hope because they had been part of us for a long time. Um, we did uh, Hamlin Camping, our largest group ever. I think we had 75 people go camping. We do this thing, and we've done it for years. We go like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, uh, and then we just enjoy camping. I, we were never big campers, but we've uh, adjusted to that, and we have a great time with everyone, except when it doesn't thunderstorm, like it did one year that uh, chased everybody away. But, um, but we've really enjoyed it. So we had a big group that was uh, just great time for relationship building and meeting new people and friends, um, the other thing, the Walton Academy does the filming, did the filming at New Hope here in July. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Walton Academy, uh, it's headquartered here. Uh, it, a lot of the filming has been done right on this stage. There's about a thousand people in the Supernatural Online Bible School. So if uh, you want to get a better understanding of the Bible, it's a wonderful um, a way to do that. So, um, so that was filmed here. It was a, it was a part of the school that's going to be broadcast later on uh, in year three, but it was on the five-fold ministry, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. It's all part of, out of Ephesians. So that was a big, big thing for us, and actually kind of was in our DNA at the start. of We were New Hope, but it was North Chile Community Church many years ago, and that was part of our DNA back in the day. Uh, Christina Costarellis, I don't know if Christina's here, but uh, Christina came on as our social media director, which was a big deal. If you, anything you see on Facebook, make her job easy, share it, like it, get it out there, get the word out, spread it. Um, she will be very, very thankful when she listens to this message. I know she'll be happy I mentioned this. Um, Pastor Ralph shared on It Matters. Everyone remember that one? It's kind of become a one that we all know. It Matters talking about, and I felt this was a big message for us, it matters. What you're doing now matters. Um, how you live your life, you know, how you love your spouse. Uh, wh wherever you're serving, where you're engaged right now, it matters. God uses all of that, okay? So that was that. Moving on to the next one in August. Um, this was interesting. I put this on there because we had a whole influx of new people join New Hope in August, September, October. And what we kind of felt was that almost saying no to the selling of the property may have released something in the spirit, where it's like, no, we're committed. God has called us here to grow together as a family, impact the community. And then like right after that decision was made, we had a whole bunch of, you know, influx of people, like 70 people overnight. Uh, so it was ex you know, really exciting. I mean, God, it was something God is doing, so we can't take any credit for it. Um, the Children's Activation School, planned launch. Uh, the children are down there now having a big party, but when they're not having a party on Sunday morning, they're being trained uh, to serve, how to serve one another, how to understand the Bible, how to hear the voice of God for themselves, so that they don't just grow up just hearing stories with no application, but they're being trained. It's an activation school. 
So they grow up serving and act, being active in their faith. Um, and that was that. So the, and then uh, in August, actually, we had a huge remodel. If you haven't seen it yet, go down and look at the children's wing. About eight ten thousand dollars went into new flooring and new remodeling and everything. And it's a beautiful new wing for the children's wing. Uh, a lot of work got done in August to do that. We hired a youth director, Ben Valence, who was up here earlier. How many love Ben? I, I'm thankful. He's a wonderful guy. But Ben and Crystal are a gift to this house. And uh, Ben has taken our youth group. I think back in January, February, we had like three, three youth in there. Now we've had 15 to 20 just in the last few months. So uh, we're, I'm thankful for him. He's building a great team. And our heart is that youth, um, you know, we want them to connect, have relationships, but go deeper in God and, you know, be active in serving and in hearing the voice of God. And th they would grow up knowing what their purpose is in life. How many know that? Like, I think our young people go into school and colleges and don't know what they're called to do and don't know a lot of times what they're gifted at or what they're good at. But that's part of youth group, man, is you start, you get, um, you start to hear the Lord for yourself. You start to experience God. You start to encounter him. And uh, you start to know what his heart is for you in life. Um, so that has been exciting. Ben shared on love looks like something. When he, when he first started, he shared on this great message on love actually looks like something. Love isn't love until you give it away, until you share it. I think there's a song that goes like that, right, or something? Um, but, uh, but it was a great message. So moving on to the next one in October. October was a month that made my head spin, honestly, but in the greatest way. It will be one of my personal highlights since I've been at this church. We had Bill and Mary Smith with us. We have a sister church in Koinonia, Mexico that part of your giving actually supports and funds that. Um, they were here with us for a whole month and they were just enjoying the life, enjoying all the new people and meeting, getting to know so many of you. It was great. Um, Chris Dupre and John Leach were here uh, the next week. So Chris Dupre, a friend of the house, kind of a father to us, you know, just a really wonderful guy. And Pastor John Leach, who is the executive pastor of Life Center, were here together and shared with us, and we got to know them. We had the Welton Summit, Five-Fold Ministry Summit here in October. So you might not be aware, but I mean, we, this hosted people from all over the world. Um, I think we had our record high Sunday attendance of like 225 people that week. Um, and it was just an awesome weekend of having speakers here and Jonathan sharing and you know, the, um, hearing from some leaders in the body of Christ, it was very powerful. Um, and then we did the harvest party, which was great. Uh, you'll see that picture going around on Facebook of me in a Superman outfit, don't judge. It was my Superman costume that Joy made me wear. And Joy had a Wonder Woman, I think it was, costume, right? And uh, we had a fun time dressing up and having fun as a church family. Uh, November, going into November, um, Project Hope Partners Dinner. Um, Steve and Joy, we shared on leadership culture. And I'm going to stop this and take a drink. All right, moving on. Um, in <clears throat> November, um, you can see the rest there. Jen Delaraco is part of our New Hope Ministry Director. <clears throat> Yikes, this might be a little touch and go, so just bear with me here. Um, we're going to be praying over Jen next week and actually setting her in as a worship ministry director. That's a big deal. So yeah, you can clap. <laughs> Yay. This is exciting. Um, 
Yeah, this is going to be, that's going to be very good. We're going to have Mike Danforth here. We're going to pray over, set her in. We'll talk more about that coming up. <clears throat> Christmas Eve service, blah, blah, blah. We're going to run through this and close it there. That was good. Good year in review, huh? Before I don't have any more voice. Um, but kind of going back to my initial thing there, I think it's really important that we do, you know, do this at home, you know. <clears throat> do this on a personal level and find out, you know, what God has done in you this year. I think it's really important. You'll be very, very surprised. <clears throat> Take, uh, open, we're going to transition here now. Turn in your Bibles to John chapter 5 while I take another drink. When John, Pastor John Leach was here in October, he shared something with us that stuck with me. He said, he shared it with our leadership team. He said, look for where God is stirring the waters and go there. Did anyone know where that came from? You guessed it, John 5. So Buell Bethesda, he said, look for where God is stirring the waters and go there. So if you have your Bible, look at John 5, 2 through 7. I'm going to read this. So now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool, and he stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another one steps in before me. Okay? So that, that's, that's the passage, John 5. Um, when Pastor John Leach from Life Center shared that with our leadership team, it sent me to this passage, and I've been praying over it for like three months. And a few things stand out to me when he said this, when I read that passage. This man suffered for 38 years. That's a long time, okay? So we know the story. The man is paralyzed. He's got a, he's got a condition he has um, been trying to get into the pool to get healed because the angel would come down and stir up the water. And um, so Jesus comes to him in flesh and says, do you want to be healed? And he says, he doesn't say yes. It was a yes or no question. Um, when Jesus asked him, do you want to be made well, he explained to him why it couldn't happen. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you very much. I thought that was so interesting. So, okay, so you, if you're with me on this, you know that the man had been there 38 years. Jesus is right in front of him. says, do you want to be made well? Yes or no? He says, well, here's all the reasons why it can't happen. How many times have we done that? How many times has that happened to us? God wants to tell us something. He wants to reveal something to us. <clears throat> and instead of saying yes, we say, here's why it can't happen. Here's why I don't think it can work. I tried it before. If I open up my heart to say yes, I'm going to be disappointed. You see, disappointment had set in. 
38 years of being passed by, um, and he didn't get his healing. I think disappointment had come in. He didn't recognize the healer. He, I mean, he, didn't, he had the great physician right in front of him, and he didn't really say yes. There's a reason for that. Disappointment can distract us from what he wants to do in us. Amen. Disappointment can cloud our visions. It can cloud our dreams that he has put in us. How many have dreams in you that God's put in you that you haven't seen happen yet? Yeah, me, me too, all of us. And when Jesus is standing right there and he says, do you want to go farther? We say, oh, here's why I, I'm disqualified. He's, Jesus is there. He's pulling you deeper. And you say, this is why it can't happen. I've tried it before. It didn't work. If I d say yes and it doesn't happen, I'm going to be hurt. Disappointment can distract us from what he wants to do in us. Don't let disappointment calcify you. Disappointment can hinder our forward progress. And I think as we were preparing today, it was on joy in my heart to say, any disappointment you have, don't carry it into 2017. Let's leave it behind, and let's keep moving forward. Because we all have things uh, that could hold us back. I don't want to be one where when Jesus is saying, I want to do this in you. I want to bring you farther in things of me, and I can't say yes. That I've been, my vision's been so clouded that I'm like, I don't even know, you know, I, I don't, I'm going to be disappointed. I've already tried it. I've been there, done that, didn't happen. We got to say, lay all that stuff aside and go after it. Amen? You know, when God stirs our heart to relationship with him, do we just list the reasons why we can't? I felt this morning even that God is stirring the waters in our own heart. When God starts stirring the waters in your own heart, how are we going to respond? I think 2017 is going to be a year of going to much higher heights. Anyone want to agree with that? In you personally and corporately. God started something here last year, and there's been a momentum that he's doing, and it's going to go farther and higher in 2017. Do we even want to go deeper? I think we all got to ask ourselves that question. Because I think there's a cost, too. But let me tell you, the ultimate prison is apathy. Not wanting to change or grow is the scariest place you can find yourself. And if you're here today and you say, I don't even know how I feel about that, you need to take that to the Lord, and God will help you. He'll give you a desire. He'll ignite your heart again. But do we even want to go deeper? Do we want to open our hearts? Do we want to grow and go after things in a bigger way this year? Here is what I believe. This year, I've been saying this for the last couple months as we are coming into this year, that there's a new boldness coming upon his people. Amen? Anyone feel that in your own life? There's a new boldness coming upon you? 
We're going to embrace this year with open hearts for what God wants to do in us. We're called to open our lives and our hearts to each other. We're committed to growth in spiritual maturity, not just hearing the same messages for 35 years, but actually growing and going deeper in things of God that he wants to do in us, going farther. We're committed to serve, utilizing our unique gifts and talents to further advance the kingdom. I'll tell you, this, this thing, I think I've said this before, I totally agree. There is no more thrilling place to be than serving God with your whole heart and your whole life. Our world is looking for adventures all over the place. They're looking for the most exciting things, turn into the wrong things. I love life, pursuit of God, and going after the things of the kingdom. Loving people. Um, even opening up your heart and getting hurt sometimes. See, that's part of our journey. That's how we grow, you know. You don't close your heart. You know, we're going to get hurt, but we got to keep it open and, and continue to grow. I love this one, too. Um, and, you know, and honestly, you know, before I go there, there, there's, when I say there's no more thrilling place to be than serving God with your whole life and your whole heart, wherever you are, Wherever you find yourself right now, in, what, in whatever situation, purpose to grow and to grow in God. I love this quote by Teddy Roosevelt. Do what you can with what you have where you are. Do what you can with what you have where you are. I love that. For maybe one of the greatest leaders of the last hundred plus years. As you're faithful where you're planted, God is going to enlarge your territory. Do we really believe that? If you're faithful where you're planted, God is going to enlarge your territory. If you can't engage where you're at right now, God's not going to open up more territory to you. Get in and cultivate faithfulness and be perseverant and be diligent. Be on time to things. I mean, you know, be, you know, be part of something like how you would lead it, you know? And God's going to enlarge your territory. Perseverance cultivates faithfulness in our lives, and faithfulness leads to more territory. We want the more territory without the perseverance and faithfulness sometimes. It's a lot easier. But you know what? If we got it, it would fall apart because we hadn't developed that in our lives. Perseverance cultivates faithfulness, and faithfulness leads to more territory. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a prophetic word um, for this year that this was going to be a year where we would be welcoming visitors. And he said to get ready, and didn't really know a lot of the history of what we've been maybe talking about in the last year or so. Um, so that word really hit me for us corporately, get ready. We're going to be welcoming a lot of visitors this year. And I also felt when I read that from him that it was also an individual word for us that I felt this year we are called to put out the welcome mat to our own hearts. Does that make sense? You can put out a welcome mat to your own heart and, or you can keep your heart closed. Um, but I felt for us that this was a year where we are like, God, the welcome mat is out for you to come in and to invade this heart and to take me deeper, to bring me farther in things of you, out of my head and into my heart. Um, not just stuck in a mental Christianity, but one that really loves and fully is engaged, you know. 
So I saw that for all of us, just a great picture of each one of us rolling out the welcome mat to our own heart and wanting to go farther, wanting to go deeper, and just saying, Lord, you have access to me. And when you speak to me, I'm going to actually do it. I'm going to listen. When you put something in me to go give a word to this person, encourage them, I'm going to do it. When you say to link arms with people and to step out of myself this year, I'm actually not just going to hear it, I'm going to do it. So let's be doers of the word, not just hearers. Let's act on the things that God's showing us. You know, God, take me deeper. Reveal the depths of your love for me. I don't have it all figured out. Let that be our cry for this year. This year, we're going to be taking some bold steps, corporately and individually. Um, we'll be sharing more about it in the days ahead. I don't want to get too far ahead of it, but next week we have the Mike Danforth coming here for the weekend, the prophetic voice for prophetic ministry. There's a lot of other things throughout the year, people are going to be coming in here, mothers and fathers in the body of Christ. We've got a fantastic teacher, pastor coming in March. We'll talk about more, who it's a great honor to have. We have Harold Eberly coming back in June. Danny Silk's going to be here in October. Uh, all to equip and to build up the body of Christ. And it's going to be going out, and it's going to be bringing in people from the region, too. So I think we just need to be ready. We need to have... Uh, be welcoming to people as they're going to be coming in here. Welcoming, having to welcome that out in our own hearts for the Lord to move, but a welcome that out in this place too and be welcoming for visitors. Uh, and when God is stirring the waters of our own hearts, are we going to say yes? Remember that story. You know, when, God, when the angel started stirring the water, someone got into the pool to get healed. Um, when God starts stirring the waters of our own lives and when he shows up right in front and we hear him say something to us, are we going to say yes? Are we going to actually do it? You know, that's what I feel like God has for us today. If you look back over 2016 and you feel disappointment, I understand. I mean, I really, it, it's, I, I get it. Not every year is fun. Some years you're just going. What is it? Churchill has said, if you're going through hell, just keep going. You're going to come out on the other end at some point. I've had years like that. I, I understand. Joy and I both, we have been through stuff. Um, but I think that we have a chance today, if that's you, to lay that disappointment down and go into this new year in a new posture, ready to receive and expectant for what God wants to do. You know, when we sang that song this morning, you, you're never going to let me down. You know, when I sing that, um, you know, sometimes I could feel differently about what I'm walking through, how I agree with those words. But I, I've been in situations, and some of you are battling something right now. It's like, oh, I don't know. Right now I feel like he might have let me down. You know, but I think of those words over the long term. You know, when you look back on your life and you look back on a year, two, or three, it's amazing to see how God is there with you. But sometimes right in the middle of it, it's like if you're having a hard time singing those words, it's because you're probably going through something. And you just need to keep going and you need to be faithful and just keep your eyes on the Lord even if you're having a hard time hearing his voice or if you're even having a hard time knowing where he's at or you feel like you're left out. Keep going. Be perseverant. Be faithful. Because when you look back in a couple years, you're going to be able to sing those words. You never let me down. I've had times in my life where I felt like, you know, that I felt angry at God. Or I had, uh, we went through some medical things years ago, early in our marriage, and I remember feeling like, God, I did all, 
I have been obedient. I've been faithful to you. And, you know, we're still dealing with this medical crisis. You know, in the time, in the moment, I felt upset and angry. As years went on, I look back and I'm like, God did miracles. He kept us, you know, and that's how when we sing those words, um, it's not always fun or uh, super exciting in the moment, but we can look back and say, like we did today, God, you are great. What was that song? How great is our God? We can say that because over the ages, he's been faithful and he's awesome. So if you look back over 2016 and you feel disappointment, are you ready to let it go? Are you ready to let it, let it stay there? And then recognize, this was tough, it was hard, but I'm moving forward. And I'm going to get all I can out of that last year, and I'm not upset to see it go. I saw one great meme this year where it was, uh, had a picture of Leo DiCaprio. Is like, you know, and when his tuxedo, you know, with his one picture, and then the other side of the picture was the one of the revenant where he looked like just like from hell. He'd gone through hell. And it was like, this was 2016. Started off as this real dapper guy with the tuxedo and ended it as the guy from the revenant. Looked totally beat. You know, and if that's you, that's okay to acknowledge. It was tough. But we're moving forward with hope and with expectation of what God's going to do. So I want to close this time. We're just going to stand up, just sing, worship a song together. And it's just an opportunity for us to just kind of open our heart to the Lord. And we're going to end here. Um, but my, my heart would be is that you, um, whatever God has spoken to you today, you know, that you just kind of take a moment, meditate on that. Let that sink into your heart. And then, you know, just, just declare this to the Lord. Well, while we're getting ready there, I just want to pray over you. Um, for those of you whom that hit home with um, about this past year, we just want to not just say, okay, I'm going to shift my vision and I'm going to look forward, but we're just going to supernaturally just break some of that stuff off of you, all right? Because God, God can do it. So uh, if that's you and you just feel like you need encouragement, just do something to tell God, okay, God, you and me right now, we're going to take a moment. So God, for those who just feel like 2016 really sucked, we just break off of you um, disappointment. We break off of you the pain uh, that you felt so strongly, and we just call forth Holy Spirit to come and heal those parts of your hearts that need healing, the parts that just feel irritated and, and bare and the parts that you just want to cover up just allow him right now to come and just pour his his salve over your heart and bring healing lord jesus we make a choice right now to receive your healing on our hearts for those parts of 2016 that were really painful we just receive your healing God, we may always have the memory of the pain that went with those experiences, but you can relieve us of the pain of that memory. So we just ask, Spirit, God, just come and do a work right now, supernaturally, just break disappointment, break off, break off frustration, break off all of those things that would give us excuses to not, resp to not respond to you this next year. And we, ch we choose to respond because we know that you're good. 
and we know that you're never going to let us down. We declare it, even when it doesn't feel right, that you are good. You are good. You are good. You are my King. And I love you. We really hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please join us again sometime and be sure to check out our exciting resources at newhope.com.